I can't wait any longer. I cannot wait any longer. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Peasant chat. That's right. The Sunday show that brings all the poor people together so we can talk a little bit of Mustang stuff. This is probably the most advanced modern Ford channel and chat there is uh not the peasant chat per se but this channel because the moment somebody spots bullshit from a mile away i get tagged in it and and i love you guys for that because you guys tagged me in a recent post of nelson racing engines talking out of their absolute ass i don't know nelson racing engines from a hole in the wall i know they used to sell 2000 horsepower 87 octane big block packages twin turbo ls stuff blah 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 but now they're entering into a area that I would say um, very well versed in. I wouldn't say expert because then that would entail, um, I, I kind of am an expert, but I don't like saying I'm an expert. But I am well versed in the Coyote tuning game, Coyote engine layout game, Coyote everything game. Okay, I, I, I somehow became this, you know, guy that has been fed a lot of knowledge. I work for two tuning companies. I've been around of high-end people that understand the knowledge stuff. I've been to Roush. I've been to Ford Performance. I kind of know my way around the Coyote stuff. And I can debunk something pretty quickly. So this Nelson Racing Engines post that claims the following. 91 octane, Whipple supercharged, forged motor, makes a thousand, and let's just give them the benefit of the doubt, flywheel horsepower is absolute horseshit. And today, I'm going to debunk it, and you guys are going to laugh your ass off when I, with a, a couple of screenshots and a little bit of investigative work, probably 10 minutes or so of investigative work, you will laugh so hard as to what this is. We'll talk about that, but we're also going to talk about a tuner out there saying that Lund Racing are tuners with two O's. And to shut off DI is stupid when I said shutting off DI on high horsepower applications where DI is an issue, aka 900, 1000, or up. People don't know how to listen. You should consider deleting DI. Why? Because we've seen so many failures. It's not because we just don't like it or don't know how to tune it. Guys, we were one of the first to install a high pressure fuel pump on a Gen 3. Did all of the vetting. And it didn't make one motherfucking difference. All of the injection timing you can you can think of. Everything. We installed it. We went, bought a $5,000 fuel pump. Everything that people thought was going to be badass. And it was an absolute dud. It didn't make any more power on full DI than it did on 30% DI. It was an absolute dud. We said this is not worth it. It's not worth the $5,000 price tag. But Tuna Drops are saying the only people that know... The only people that advocate deleting DI are the people that don't know how to tune it. Motherfucker, we know how to tune everything. We just want to prevent your $25,000 or $30,000 motor from grenading because a DI issue pops up. The DI on Ford is not like DI on Chevy or other or BMWs. It is a shitty band-aid for emissions and some miles per gallon and maybe low-octane NA stuff. Stupid. So please do me a favor. Stay the fuck down in South America and shut the fuck up and complain about people sucking off your tunes. You fucking clown. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We'll do a little bit of all that, but not, not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly does it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> hey, man. Nick Kane. 
P-Mask. We're going to be giving away a P-Mask cold there on Tuesday. That's right, Tuesday. Today we're giving away a C&D Auto Tech uh, TheGamesMod.com Clock Spring Kit But P-Mask Big James P-Mask The best cold on the planet What intake do you recommend Alex? P-Mask That's it DNAHatforms DNAHatforms.com You want to get a P-Mask intake? Go to DNAHatforms.com You want to get a Whipple? Any Whipple DNAHatforms.com And they're going to start releasing some mugs With my logo on it Fuck it I said do it Who gives a shit? Mark Mark Paid Their Bill I love it I got paid. Parkcom.com. Go there. Grab cranker pallets, rear ends, wheels, tires, busted up Cobras, busted up Shelby GT250Rs. And, you know, a, a 7.3 liter, I don't know, excursion they're building. Check it out. Two Auto Solutions, Two Auto Solutions. Robbie said, I'm Two Auto Solutions. Been a little quiet. Hope he's okay. <laughs> two Auto Solutions. Yeah, we're transmission. The Corvette's going to go up there Wednesday. And the Fairmont's going to go to a chassis shop on Wednesday. Also, Bellac Industries. Certifiable copper wheel, certifiable uh, a cartel wheel, the best wheel, the baddest wheel, Bellac Industries. And we got MFP, MFP, main for performance. Gonna be getting up some Whipple um, F-150 kits coming up. Coming at you. Yeah, oh my God. Everyone paid the bill. I'm a happy guy. If you haven't paid your bill, pay your fucking bill. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pay for a, a couple of cars and potentially a Viper coming up soon. Let's say hi to the people here and we'll get to taking down Nelson Racing Engines. We got Clean 93 GT 2000 MTR, Joe Swiss, Travis, Monty forty. Uh, Coyote Kelly, Bryson Witt, Wesley Stewart, Among Solo, TJ Sikorsky, Joe Jackson, 2000 MCR, Chris Anderson, Brandon Taylor, Morgan, Bandit 5-0, Mini by Madman, Nuxo, Nuxo with the Crank Saver, Mini back again, Monty 540, Angel Puerto Rico, Savar Martiner, Big Jake 5-0, Jared Wells, what's up, Jared Wells? Isn't it like, aren't you like a rooster something? Cock? I don't know what you are. Donkey Mac, Bryson Witt, Mini Bike, Bryson Witt, Bryson Witt, Bryson Witt again. Fuck. Devin Moore, Jay Bush, Darren Harper, EPA, Smoking DX14, Boost Willis, Andy Black, Betty, 2JZ, Fox Body, Oliver, Brian. Craig Walls, Billet Noonan himself, Mini by Madman, Slow Sean, Charlie Vega, Whipple Cripple, Big Gun, Any Black, Betty Smoking, Chris Cornfed, RCSP Ricky, Jacob DeLeon, Bandit 5-0, Sam Morales, Heath S2R, 5-0, Josh, Jason Friedberg, D-Rock Fox, ESS 5-0, Monty 540, Eric Bowens, Oliver Bryan, uh, the, 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 uh, Oliver Bryan, oh boy. Oh, Oliver Bryan, wait until you see what I found. Andy Black Betty, C. Tane Poontang, Chase Abdullah, Josh Roy, Alex Vallejo, Andy Black Betty, Black GT50. Let's get to the bottom. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Reagan 5 0. Um, Ken Phillips, Tanner, uh, Ken McAllister, Dean Hat Performance, Bryson Way, Andy Black Betty. And I tried to read a comment in there, but just didn't want to get lost in the sauce. Let's get after it. Okay, so we got Nelson Racing Engines. Posted on Facebook where grandmothers post and said the following. Our new Gen 3 Supercharged Coyote drop-in package is insane. This is a stage one package, meaning it's an absolute daily driver package. This one surprised me. The package utilizes variable valve timing. Stock, right? So stock. Um, both direct injection and port injection. Stock, right? Stock. What a complex package to get sorted out. Stock sorted it out. But the result is spectacular. A 5-liter engine making over 1,000 horsepower on 91 octane, 7,700 RPM with valve train reliability as good as the factory units. You know why it's as good as the factory units? Because it is the factory unit. If you're looking for a drop-in Coyote package, this is amazing. And of course, 3.7 thousand comments, 2.5 
thousand shares, and I suspect seventy percent are retarded. And I got tagged in it probably seventy times. So let's look at this very closely. I'm looking at this motor, and I'm going. It looks like a Gen three motor with their drive units. You know this bullshit. And a Gen five Whipple. This is a Gen five Whipple. This is a Gen five Whipple three O on a Gen three long block. It looks like. So then I looked at their specs. So this is where if you're an investigative journalist. You really start to pay attention. Nelson Racing Engines right here says this is a Ford Motorsport aluminum block. Forge Motorsport, Forge Crank. Manly Forge 4340 H-beams. Molly Forge 9-5 to 1 to piston. Hmm. Excuse me? I wonder what that sounds like. Cylinder heads, Gen 3 Coyote heads. Valve train, NRE Stage 1 hydraulic cams. Sounds like stock. Supercharger, Whipple Gen 5 liter, integrated water-to-air intercooler. Oil system, billet oil pump gears. Valve cover, 100% machine billet NRE covers. Fuel management, Holly Terminator with a VVT control? Uh, I don't know of any guy using Holly on Coyotes with variable cam, okay, variable valve timing or variable cam timing. Uh, okay, VCT it should be. But this one really set me off. Billet machined NRE covers. Do those look like billet machined NRE covers to you? Does that look like it has any billet in it? Or does it look exactly like every single other? This is a bone stock motor from the, 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 the CJ Pony parts. This looks like a bone stock cover, right? Look at this. 100% billet machined. Okay, cool. So they basically described an, described an illuminator. And then I started looking at the engine very closely. Guys, do you see it? Guys, do you see it? Please tell me you see it. What's this right here? If you look at a bone stock Gen 3 motor, it does not say Ford Performance on the driver's side. There is no Ford Performance tag on the driver's side cam cover. See, there's like a barcode, like a stock, you know, as-built situation. But this really, really piqued my interest. And I thought to myself, I wonder what a Gen 3 Illuminator looks like. Oh, look at this right here. A Gen 3 Illuminator, this is courtesy of Jegs.com, has a Ford Performance logo on it. As a matter of fact, it has... Where is it? Da, 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 inside for it has it on. Where is it? I think I have a picture of it here somewhere. Uh, oh, there it is. Interesting. So let's look at this. The NRE engine has a Ford Performance logo. It has nine to five Molly and a manly rod. The Jegs photo has on an illuminator has a Ford Performance logo. The Gen, the Gen 3 Illuminator has a Ford Performance logo. Guys, it's a Ford Performance motor because it has someone's name on it. This is Brett Garcia or whatever. And do you want to hear the specs on this thing? Do you want to hear the specs on this thing? Here we go. It's got Molly Pistons. I'm going to highlight it. Where is it? 
While both Manly and Molly are proven manufacturers, the new piston and rod combination had to go through OEM blah blah blah. A Gen 3 Illuminator Supercharged variant is 9 to 5 compression. Nelson Racing Engines appears to be selling you a Illuminator with a Gen 5 Whipple, a low compression Gen 5 Illuminator Gen 3 Illuminator with a Gen 5 Whipple and the Ford Performance logo is still on it. Ford Performance logo, Ford Performance logo, Ford Performance logo. There is no Ford Performance logo on stock Gen 3 motors. Understand, guys? Stock Gen 3 motors don't have a Ford Performance logo. An Illuminator does. So it's really easy, guys. This is so easy. The industry is fucking trash. Nelson Racing Engines is selling you a $40,000 Illuminator Gen 5 Whipple package and claiming 1,000 horsepower to the flywheel on 91 octane. I am telling you, this one was so easy to debunk. It took me 15 minutes. I go, oh, that's the picture of Nelson Racing. Wait a minute, what's that performance logo? Gen 3 Illuminator. Four performance logo, Gen 3 Illuminator, 9 to 5 compression, manly rods, Ford. I'm like, it's an Illuminator. You could have at least taken out the cover. So they call it their the Stage 1 package. So they're selling you a, a $13,000 motor with their drive unit, their, their, their sticker on it, and a Gen 5 Whipple that costs $8,500 to $10,000 for $40,000 and claiming 1000 on 91 octane you and i know understand is a hundred percent bullshit 100 bullshit now let's talk about because look it's an illuminator we it's an illuminator sorry nelson it was really easy to look at your logo or your, your picture and see the ford performance logo and do do some research and it's an illuminator good job good job an illuminator so let's talk about power and octane how much horsepower can you make on a 12 to 1 compression Coyote, 10 PSI, 91 or 93 octane? Go, chat. Go, chat. Come on, chat. How much horsepower to the rear wheel does a Gen 3 Coyote make with 10 PSI? 10 PSI. I hope, Sub-Zero, that Nelson calls Lund. I hope... Because they're going to go, yeah, why are you selling Gen 3 Illuminators telling them that they're, they're your shit and makes a 1991? ESS says 700, 650. Travis says 650, 690, 650, 650, 700, 600. Bada bing, bada boom. How much boost do you need to make 650 rear wheel horsepower on a 9 to 5 compression Illuminator? Go ahead, guys. How much boost? I'll tell you because I've tuned, I don't know, 80 to 100 of them. And I'm like, dude, you have a 69 millimeter upper pulley. You have a 10% lower and it's barely making 700 horsepower. Oh, and by the way, it's out of octane. The knock sensors hate life. You need 15 PSI and up. Thank you, Travis and ESS50. No, dude, Eliza's. No. 15 every one pound of boost over is about 15 to 20 horsepower 
you need about 15 or maybe more to make 700 rear wheel horsepower on a 9 to 5 compression Coyote. So they're claiming 1,000 on 91, so 20 PSI. That's what you're claiming. It takes about 20 or more PSI, so you can have about an 850 rear wheel horsepower 9 to 5 compression illuminator make that kind of power. Whereas when you can do backwards bullshit and behind the asshole power and say, okay, now that is a thousand flywheel package. So a thousand flywheel package, you need 20 PSI. You and I both know pump gas does not like anything over 15 on low compression and 10 or 11 on high compression. I've, I've, I've done it a zillion times, two different companies. I've seen stock GT500s, 2020 and up. Hit one or two on the knock sensor on a stock fucking car. On a absolute stock car. So 100% bullshit that they're claiming 91 octane, 1,000 horsepower, and it not be pulled to 20 PSI. And we all know there is an octane limit. So that one was really easy to debunk. But the problem is this. <clears throat> Nelson Racing Engines has a reputation for making big power. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never seen an NRE motor run a number at the track. I've never seen an NRE motor be Billy Badass and run numbers at the track. And now they're getting into the Coyote game and straight up lying to you, telling you, by the way, 14 or 15 PSI, 91 octane. This is a total daily driver that can make a thousand horsepower, which is 850 wheel. Listen, guys, on a manual, you have about 15% drivetrain loss. So if you have a thousand horsepower, that means the car should make 850 wheel horsepower. Show me any car, low compression, that doesn't have the knock sensors super fucked to death, that made 850 on a nine to five compression. A nine to five compression. Even make it. Not one motherfucker. Not one. Not one motherfucker. So they're absolutely lying to you. So you could take that for what is worth. I, I, I literally am claiming that Nelson Racing Engines is absolutely lying to you, telling you that a Gen 3, what looks to be an illuminator, because you said it has four, you know, forged valve covers and this and that, and I'm like, it looks like a stock valve cover with a Ford Racing Illuminator, Molly, Molly Manly uh, piston and rod package. Basically, you're selling them a, a, a long block with a Whipple uh, Gen 5, and it's a Gen 5 Whipple out of all things, not a Gen 6. So if you believe that Nelson Racing Engine somehow has Adam, you know, um, Element 115 in the rotors and can just somehow prevent detonation. By the way, they said that it is PI and DI. Show me an aftermarket control system that isn't MoTeC that controls DI and PI on Gen 3 Coyotes and variable cam timing. The CT, not the V. T variable valve timing, variable cam timing. Not one motherfucker. Holly doesn't control VCT very well, and Holly sure as hell does not control the DI on Gen 3 Coyotes. Now let's go over to DI. Tuners are out there, and I call those tuners with two O's, are saying that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about advocating deleting the DI on Gen 3 Coyote Mustangs with high power, high boost. Only because we've seen tons of issues, injector O-rings leaking, injectors failing. So we would rather not deal with the DI system being a problem. Because look, even Ford 
decided to say, you know what? We don't want to, we don't want to, um, we don't want to keep supporting this situation if it's going to be a problem in the future. We would rather, we would rather not support the, let me, let me look it up. So even on their own um, racing program, Ford gets rid of, here you go, boom. Ford gets rid of the DI on their race program down with the Australian supercars, right? So, you know, if I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, then how did, why did Ford delete and get rid of DI on this car? Their Australian supercar series, 600 horsepower, 5.4 liter, Billy Badass motor. It has a Gen 2 architecture, meaning the valve covers are like Gen 2. These are GT500 valve covers. And if you're, or cam covers, if you're running GT500 cam covers or valve covers, you don't have DI. You just don't have the room. So even Ford, when racing, deletes the DI. Even, well, on certain applications. I think on other stuff that is, is demanded to stay, they have to keep it. But even Ford deletes it, and Ford deletes it and does not even offer it on the GT500. So if DI was so badass tuners, tell me why the, D- the GT500 doesn't have it. If it's so badass, and there's so much power to be made, not when you have octane and not when you're making big boost numbers. NA, stock, pfft, keep it on there. I never, the words delete DI on a stock car never came out of my mouth. I said, when you're making big power, 900, 1,000, 11, 1,200 or more, and you've paid $25,000 for your motor, you're going to rely on the stock DI shit to go in there, boost it to death and hope that the injectors hold up and the ring and the O-rings don't fail and hydro lock your shit. We had it fail on the, on the black bean. And we've had many customers state that the DI starts to leak and cause a misfire on stock vehicles. So I said, hey, Alex Chud sells a pretty nice kit. Go ahead and buy that on big boy builds. Otherwise, fix your DI setup and vaya con Dios. But no, tuners that don't even live in this fucking country, they like to talk shit from their cocksucker because look, you're talking from your cocksucker. It's not a mouth. It's a cocksucker. You totally suck dick from that mouth. Are saying that, I wouldn't take any advice from YOLO. Well, my name's Alex, but that's okay. You want to call me YOLO? That's funny. If you call me YOLO, that means I can switch the character and really go in on you and hide behind the character. So if you, you keep calling me YOLO, YOLO can come back and air out all your fucking dirty laundry and I can hide behind the character. But I'm going to do you a solid and give you a bit of a warning shot. I have given you a warning shot. Be careful. I got shit on you. Don't do stupid stuff. Please don't do stupid stuff. Last thing you want is to be on my radar. Again, I will go after companies, people that talk shit that I have dirt on if you guys don't really watch your fucking mouth. So a lot of people that are saying it is so stupid for Lund to advocate the deletion of DI are people that don't know how to delete it. That's right. You don't know how to... You think it's just in the tune, a switch that goes from one to zero and it just deletes DI? No, dickhead. There's a lot of work that needs to happen to delete the DI system and have the car run. The same people that don't think deleting DI on big, high horsepower applications is a a positive are the same people that say you don't need a 4R200 hub on a 6R80. Why? Because you can't tune it. You can't tune it. Just just look. You're going to say, well, I learned how to tune it. HDFX. You can't tune a 4R200 equipped car. You can't delete DI properly on a Gen 3 car. 
That's why you're mad. That's why you go out of your way to talk shit on Lund. And you try to hide behind the fact that it's just me. Keep mentioning YOLO. YOLO will come back 100% weaponized. Hide behind the character. And then when someone says Alex talk shit, uh uh-uh. YOLO talked shit. Because YOLO can say whatever the fuck he wants and hide behind that character. So keep saying YOLO, YOLO, YOLO. He'll come back and say, by the way. And boom, 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 boom. He'll come back and force. And then when you say Alex said something, you can't have it both ways. Either Alex said something or YOLO said something. Pick your enemies really wisely. Please pick your enemies really wisely. So we'll talk about that. Nelson Racing Engine's absolutely lying to you. 100% lying to you. Telling you that you can make 1,000 horsepower on a low compression illuminator, basically, with a Gen 5 Whipple. And you guys are eating it up thinking that it's the best thing and that Nelson... Do your background search. Nelson Racing Engine, do your research. Do... Do you know who Nelson Racing Engines is? Yeah, I know exactly who they are. They're another company that is 100% lying to you about a product. And I'm here to call them out because I have a better sense of what is possible and not possible on Coyote Mustangs, Octane levels, parts, and boost levels than Nelson Racing Engines does. So go ahead, buy yourself a 1,000 horsepower Whipple Illuminator Low Compression Put it on the dyno, and when it makes 565, you're going to go, what the fuck just happened? I was promised 1,000, and you are $40,000 in the hole. Congratulations, you fucking retard. The old people still reference crank horsepower is the crowd that are targeting for this swap package. The only 1,000 horsepower package I trust is a 500-plus cubic inch, gnarly cam, 8-to-5 compression situation because it is cubic inches, it has a nasty cam, or maybe maybe 10 to 1, right? 10 to 1, because it's still pump gas friendly-ish. So big block, 10 to 1 compression, reps to 7,000 RPMs, sure, I believe 1,000 then, but I do not believe a 5 liter, tiny motor, that reps to 77, 8,000 RPMs with a Gen 5 Whipple and 9 to 5 compression makes 1,000. You are fucking psycho. And that's the other thing. Who's going to tune it? Like, if, did Nelson Racing Engines... Reach out, who tuned it? Did you put it on your Dino Nelson Racing Engines? So did you put a Whipple tune on it? Because you're saying that it, the package is difficult to, to sort out. Really? PI, DI, 12, 12 or 14 PSI, and you claim you made 1,000 on your Dino? Either your Dino needs a wicked recalibration or you used pump gas to vet that combo. Man, what an easy debunking of that situation. Yeah, you say YOLO in the mirror three times, and you keep saying that YOLO said. Well, if YOLO said, that means YOLO could say the wildest shit, and then you would be accurate in saying YOLO said. Alejandro Flores has to be a little careful about what he says. He implicates other people. But YOLO worked at Taco Bell. YOLO's just a douchebag. So if you keep saying YOLO said this, okay, then YOLO is going to come out with some wild shit that is truthful, factual, and I'll hide behind the character. Really easy. Hola, tío Alex. It's Giovanni Sanchez. Thanks, Alex. I have a... And he stopped. Uh, no replacement for displacement. Low compression sounds stupid to me. What can I... When can I... When I can boost my 12 to 1 and make the SEM at 10 PSI? Right. Every single time someone told me that they built their motor and it was 9 to 5 to 1. I said, why the fuck did you do that? Well, I wanted to go supercharged. Okay. Put 15 PSI in it and it's going to make the exact same amount of horsepower a 10 PSI variant would do. Oh, and by the way, now that you're shoving 15 PSI to it, it has IAT issues. Wait a minute. I don't get it. 
why are my IATs now 160, 170 at wide open throttle? Because you're shoving 15 PSI through it. But when I had 10 PSI, I wasn't doing that. Oh, oh, so when you were flowing less air, because air is heat, okay? When you were flowing less air, the IATs were lower. And when you were now pulling down to make 15 PSI, the IATs are higher. So imagine you're a stupid stupid and you buy a low compression illuminator, put it in your car because it says supercharged on it, and you keep the same pulley on it, a 79 millimeter pulley or an 88 millimeter pulley in a 2650, and you go 10 PSI and it makes 540. You're gonna blame the tuner and go, hey, my low, my low compression illuminator at 10 PSI made 100 less horse than my 12 to one compression stock motor. What's wrong with the tune? Nothing's wrong with the tune, asshole. You lowered the compression three full fucking points. So what the fuck do you think the car's gonna do? Magically make power when you lower the compression number? You need more boost. Okay, pull these down to 15 PSI and it makes 620. And IATs are 170 and the PCM is pulling two degrees. I don't get it. No shit you don't get it. No shit. Because you listen to Nelson Racing Engines. You listen to people like Steve Morris. You listen to people like this and this and that that, that tell you something. But when you put it in actual application on your fucking car, it doesn't do what the advertised number said it would do. Like I love GT500 owners that are out there saying, I make 900 horsepower on pump gas. Cool. I also know GT500 owners that have a totaled car that slammed the fucking wall and haven't heard a goddamn thing because the rod said, peace, boy, I'm out of here. All those pulls at low octane might have had something to do with weakening the internals. Don't you think? I don't know what you're talking about. YOLO should be different channels, so just for these special circumstances, YOLO is not Alejandro Flores. Gonna have to call out YOLO's boss at Taco Bell. Correct. Gayon the Alex finally catching a full live. No way the motor does more than 800 on pump gas. Maybe close to 900 with E-juice. Exactly. How do I find pinion angles? You fucking... Come on, man. You put an angle finder on the bottom of the pumpkin, get the car somewhere level, Put some, find a flat surface on the bottom of the car. I answered this question on Patreon. I already told you how to do it. You pull, you find a flat spot on the bottom of the diff, put it up in there, up in a little magnet angle finder. Not angle finder, what's it called? Um, the tool to set pinion angle. I forget what it's called. It's like a little thing that tells you the degrees. Uh, the, the, the competition engineer, an angle finder. <laughs> an angle finder. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. Or a digital one, you know? It's like an angle finder. Like, it's magnetic. You put it underneath on the flat spot of the pumpkin, and then you set your pinion angle. It is fucking cake, guys. I, I don't understand what, why. Google! Google! God damn it. Google questions. Google will show you how to make an atomic bomb. Wow. How much difference is 11 to 1 and 12 to 1 looking at getting a short block? I, I don't know. The ideology applies to all engines. Low compression needs more boost. Higher compression, less boost, same power. That's why And people say, Alex, why did you go 12 to 1 on the GT500? One, I didn't want to have to boost it to 30 PSI to make 1100. Right? I want to make uh, 1100 with about 24 PSI. So the TVS is probably going to be the blower that I'm going to stick with because the Whipple Gen, whatever the hell that is, the 4.5 liter, one, it's a big heat maker. If I have to put a big disc as an upper pulley, it's 
not beneficial. You're turning bigger rotors. So I think 12 to 1 compression, 24 PSI, uh, TVS could probably make 1200 easily. There's at least 20 vids on YouTube answers how to how to how to answer pinion question. You need a separate show with a mask and air out all the dirty dirty laundry. You're just too funny, man. Why can't people just stand the truth? It comes with the Holly ECU self tunes its way to a thousand horsepower. Right. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see what they said about the specs on, on this setup. Half inch head stud upgrade. Half inch head stud upgrade. Oil system, billet open kit, Holly Terminator Max with VVT control, full wire harness, and all sensors. Half inch head stud upgrade, main stud upgrade. It's just stupid. Look, look, you guys believe Nelson Racing Engines. You deserve to get swindled because I proved today that a little tag on the passenger side cam cover says Ford Performance with the builder's name on it, and they're selling you a Ford Performance Illuminator. And you guys are, oh, Alex doesn't know what he's talking about. Unbelievable. The amount of patience you have for us is crazy. I would have a meltdown. See, I don't understand. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. So I was doing my taxes. Started to do my taxes. I, I usually owe over $20,000 every year. Okay, I usually just stroke a check because it's easier. But this year I said, fuck that. I actually went, pulled out all my statements from, from two, two accounts, and anything car related is for the channel. Anything car related is for the channel because this is a car centric channel. So I did a bunch of deductions. Now, I didn't know where to go. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Where do I deduct it? What's it called? Is it a sole proprietor? Do I need an LLC? Da, 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 da. I didn't know. Guess what I did? I Googled it. And I went, oh, okay, boom, boom, boom. Checked it out on the software. It checked out. Started making deductions. Started Googled what else I can deduct as a sole proprietor. Da, da, da. Okay, I Googled it. I saved myself $17,000 from 20 something thousand dollars just by Googling tax stuff. So if you don't know something, fucking Google it. Please Google the fucking thing. God damn it. It's there. You have everything you can possibly learn on the planet on and at the palm of your hands. And you, you want personalized uh, feedback. No, you, you Google everything or YouTube everything. Um... Yeah, Ken McAllister, you're right. A low compression equals boost friendly engine is practically a leftover religion from the 90s. You typically want reference between the output shaft and trans and the pinion. You typically want to see one to two degrees of difference with no load. Set the car in a four post wood cradles on the team, team Z video and explains how to find. I, I, I told you how to do it and it was fucking cake. Hello, Alex. Sleep Schleckenberg checking in after DNF in the Walmart Freedom 400 is my LS 10 to 5 compression, 10 PSI, YSI. My LS 10 5 compression. 10 PSI, YSI, made 780. So an LS with torque, a completely different architecture, and I'm sure a good cam, made that kind of power to the rear wheel. I don't doubt it. Um, hey, Alex, how do I start my car? That's what I'm waiting on. That's, that, that's exactly what I'm waiting on. Because, look, I love you guys, and I love being able to answer your questions. But when you can Google your own shit, why are you waiting for a dumbass Puerto Rican in, in, in Riviera Beach to answer your question when Google can answer it for you? People should be grateful that Alex is sharing his info. That's a hell of a lot of money to pay above a Ford Racing crate motor for a set of pulleys. Thank you. Joe Jackson, I'm hoping that someone watches this show and takes their emotions out of it, which is difficult in South America. Super difficult to take your emotions out of shit. And you should just listen to what I'm telling you and understand that what, the, way I, the way I got this information was from, I don't know, thousands and thousands of thousands of calibrations I've done. 
thousands and thousands of setups I've seen that work and don't work. Thousands and thousands of cars that work with a certain combo don't work with a certain combo. So Nelson Racing Engine says this is a $40,000 package. $13,000 for a Ford Racing Illuminator Long Block. 10,000 tops for a Gen 5 Whipple kit. Ask DNA High Performance. So now you're 23,000, let's say 25, let's say 26,000 tax all in. $26,000 all in. Now you have a motor and a Gen 5 Whipple. Where's the other $14,000? Where is the other, where's the other $14,000 coming to play? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Bring back the rain tunes. People carry smartphones every minute of their life and still dumb as fuck. Hey, Alex, when I'm chewing gum and it loses flavor, what should I do? Hellcat motor for the cheap or Gen 1, 2 Coyote? Hellcat motor for the cheap. You're saying for the cheap, a.k.a., you know, um, you know, Pookie, the finish slide, probably got one. And if you can get it without getting, you know, that one stolen, I'd rather get a Hellcat motor. I mean, all things being equal, you're just saying a 700 horsepower motor or a 400 horsepower motor. Alex, questions for you. What year was the first final Cobra? Yeah, Alex, if I starve myself, do you think I'll lose three pounds? Sounds like my question is answered. Get a Predator 12 to 1 over 11 to 1. And boosted and aimed towards a thousand with a little less boost. Oh my god. Oh, I just I don't know. I don't know what to tell people anymore. I don't even know where the fuck you got those. I don't even know how you made those connections. How did you make those connections? When did I? <laughs> like this is what I mean, right? We have been very very specific about engine combos, and Ryan Freeman says. Sounds like I got my question answered. Get a Predator 12 to 1. Where are you going to get a Predator 12 to 1? Sh show me a Predator motor that comes with a 12 to 1. Show me that anywhere. Oh, well, I'm in a 5-2 with 12 to 1. Oh, I can't. I Sometimes I can't. I can't. Uh, can Lund tune my Gen 3 Coyote to rev with the key fob? Didn't know nothing. Racing Engine stickers cost $14,000. They're robbing the customer. Now, I'm not saying they're robbing the customer, but it's definitely a name thing. Now, what does this do to me, Alejandro Flores, who's a layman, doesn't know anything, and sees Nelson Racing Engines selling a Coyote, 1,000 horse, low compression, Whipple Gen 5, which we know it's all bullshit, and it claims it does it under 15 PSI, 100% bullshit. What do I think about all his other engine packages? Right? I don't know that the other engine packages are good or bad. But I know that based on this blatant lie that a low compression illuminator, Gen 3, with a Gen 5 Whipple on it at 14 to 15 PSI makes a thousand crank, that is a blatant lie. Unless your dyno is super jacked up. Maybe you made a thousand on your engine dyno, but like on in the real world, that's a that's a six hundred and eighty rear wheel horsepower. So if you add fifteen percent, it's like eight, nine hundred horse. It's it's not that impressive. It's not. It's definitely not a thousand. It's it's funny that people put that thousand number on there, and I go, oh my god, why is everyone in love with a thousand horsepower number? What you should be aiming on pump gas is no higher than six fifty wheel, maybe maybe low seven hundreds. If the car is insanely happy and you have really sweet South Carolina, Texas, or Puerto Rico ninety three octane, but on a hundred octane, pump gas in this is a hundred octane. 12 gallons of pump gas and one can of this is 100 octane. So the term pump gas goes away the moment you put an additive to it. It's over. 
There is no there is no pump gas anymore. So if your tuner is telling you, yeah, yeah, go ahead, just put uh, just put a ninety three in it and just throw one can of this on there and it'll support nine hundred horsepower. No problem. <laughs> then it's not pump gas. It's a hundred octane. I feel bad for Calm because he does packages with Tom. I, I'm sorry. You cannot, you, if you're affiliated with someone that's spewing shit like that, you got to say, hey, could you like not do that? Could you not do that? Could you not sit there and spill out lies because my product is on some of your shit and be realistic? Ah, uh, unreal. Old Fox Street Combo Iron Block Pushrod 302s with 10 to 1 with 6 pounds of boost. Easy 11 cent combo was fun streetcar. Boost was an enhancement on an already good engine. I commented on this guy's video about Mustang Lifestyle's tuning a DSS GT350 and he deleted my comment. Look, if you trust a walking potato to tune your car, vaya con Dios. Don't be surprised if something happens. Don't be surprised if shit happens. And he'll definitely say, deleting DI is stupid. <laughs> deleting DI is not indexed in anything that I know that is easy to find. And I know you guys think you have this God mode shit that, that has it. I'm sorry. I know it's false. NRE usually shows their engine dynos making the number they claimed. On IGSL, white DR1 with the Coyote Chevy guys butthurt in the comments. Who cares? I had a torch on the temp sensor. Sounds like ML package price tuning because 1,000 horsepower sounds better than 999. Look, I went in on a company that was telling you absolute horseshit numbers and, and pump gas, and then they had to issue a correction. Guys, do you know how different? You know, do you know? Do you, you guys must gloss over that. If somebody claims pump gas on a Facebook post and then claims Octane Booster on a YouTube video, that is a correction. It is no different than a newspaper putting out a story, claiming something, and then issuing a correction because they were proven wrong the next day or the next week. By the way, we had a correction. We said da 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 da. We're wrong. Uh, Trump didn't actually collude with Russia. Everything's cool, and it and it's buried under a J.C. Penny ad or something. Like the correction is so tiny. So when I hear pump gas, no octane booster, eight hundred rear wheel horsepower, and then on the video, octane booster, eight hundred rear wheel. I'm like, okay, okay, there you go. You're welcome. Thank you for the correction. The front pulleys on the Nelson Coyote make all the difference. Boom, $14,000. Adding vodka to orange juice is no longer orange juice. Exactly. He's walking a microwave baked potato. That shit was gold. They had to eat it. They had to eat it because they issued the correction. Alex just joined the channel. Love the content. Thanks for the info. Michael Davis, thank you so much for becoming a member. You're doing them a favor so they don't get sued by buyers. Thank you. So why am I doing this? Am I doing this for clicks? Yes. <laughs> Am I doing this to be the regulator of the industry and issue corrections? Also, yes. Who is out there telling you that people are bullshitting you? And why would I say it without having some kind of experience in, in that platform? I'm trying to look out for you. A lot of you guys will... A lot of you guys will listen to what a manufacturer says, take it as law, or, or, or you know, it, 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 that's what they said. So why would Ford, Ford F-150 trucks, the best truck in America. Okay, next commercial, Chevy Silverado, the best truck in America. You're like, wait a minute, there can only be one best truck. Who's lying? 
I remember I used to work with a guy that loved Home Depot. And he would always go to Home Depot. And he hated Lowe's, hated Ace Hardware. I said, why do you go to Home Depot? He goes, because Tony Stewart runs the Home Depot car. And I go, excuse me? <laughs> he goes, yeah, fuck Lowe's. I go, what? Yeah, fuck Lowe's. I go to Home Depot because of Tony Stewart. That's the guy that believes 1,000 horsepower on 91 octane with 14 pounds of boost. Like that, that's, that's the guy a 90, on 95 compression. That's who they're aiming towards. And you know what, guys? That's the vast majority of car people. The vast majority of car people don't know anything. The vast majority of car people will say, isn't DI better, Alex? Why would you delete the DI? Because we've seen it fail. At high horsepower applications, we've seen it fail. So why would you keep it? If it's going to be a failure or a potential failure point at over 1,000 or 1,100 wheel. Well, don't you think you should really work your way into... We did. The vast majority of people that make 12, 1300 still had DI on their cars. We don't tell them to remove it. We just say, if you have issues, delete it. You don't have any issues? Write out. Vaya con Dios. Go run the number. Who gives a shit? Are you having issues? Delete it. And if you decide to delete it, we got you. If you decide not to delete it, it's all good. If your tuner does not allow you or says, I will not tune it if you delete the eye, it's really simple, guys. Those are the same tuners that would say, if you put a 4R200 hub on your 6R80, I, I won't tune it. I refuse because they cannot tune it. I challenge you. Tune a 4R200 equipped car and make it go down the track. Hit 1, 2, 2, 3 at 7,500 RPMs each time. And then take a Gen 3 and up Mustang that the guy deleted the DI on and make it idle and run down the track. You can't? That's why you don't advocate for either mod to be done on that car. You know that there's some people that don't want you to put a twin 60 millimeter throttle body on a Gen 3? I'm sorry, on, on a uh, CJ manifold? There are tuners that say, don't put a twin 60 throttle body on a CJ manifold. It's stupid. I'm going to go, I don't give a fuck what you put on it. Here's a tune. I tuned the guy that put an 87 millimeter throttle body on it. A single throttle body on it. I don't care. Here. It's not going to make the power you think it's going to make. Have, have a good one. See you later. But I'm not going to deny the tuning because his setup is not going to make as much power. Now, if his setup is going to be stupid, like locked cam, TVS, uh, regular bypass, stock converter, auto, I'm going to say, I'm going to disclaim. I'm going to say, by the way, the setup that you lined out for me, sir, is going to drive like horse shit. I'll tune it, though. What do you mean it's going to drive like horse shit? You locked your cams on the TVS with the stock bypass, and it's a stock converter auto. It's going to, at the light, it's going to be an Australian burnout machine. Well, can you fix that? No. And if I idle at 1,500 RPMs on a stock converter, sucker's going to go right through the light, and you're going to have no brakes. Oh, well, what should you recommend? Keep the VCT active, or if you, for whatever reason, want to lock VCT, get a low vacuum bypass and get a slightly looser converter. Oh, thank you. That's what we do. That guy thinks any money spent, Tony Stewart is, is taking it and spending it on his car. And if Tony wins, that guy would be like, we did it. We won. Oh, that's no different than like um, football guys. Like, like, okay, like if you live in Florida, you like three teams. You like Florida State, the Gators, or Miami Hurricanes. 
And 90% of those people never went to, barely finished high school. Okay. But they think because they're supporting the team that they're somehow part of their winning culture. Shut the fuck up. Lon just wants your engine to live a good life unlike these other tuners. All we could get is 620 horse at 12 PSI on 91. Guess we did something wrong because Savage. Why did you overdose on M&M's? Kyle Bush is my favorite driver. Keep up the good... <laughs> I'm just going to eat peanut M&M's. Why? Kyle Bush. What? Oh, fuck. DI injectors left in but deleted. That's what we told people not to do. We just told people not to do that. And that car made a hit and it popped, pushed the DI, melted it, and pushed the DI injector out the bit. So there you go. I challenged ML to my 6.8 liter Mustang to run 9 that's aspirated. We'll see how legit he is when he DMs me back. Hatch says, my Whipple Daily Driven runs great. No issues. Alex and Lund Word is locked to me. So I don't understand the, the, I understand the hate. I totally understand the hate. It's because you can't do it. And that's fine. But saying that we don't know how to tune is hilarious. It's hilarious because if you are such a better tuner, you would have more volume. You would have better records. You would have all the customers going to you. You would be the king of a certain platform and you're not. So I don't know why people get so into their feelings about how to tune properly. Is the, is the customer happy? Yes. Is the customer getting fast support? Yes. Is the customer allowing are you as a tuner allowing the customer to configure their car in many different options including for 200 and di delete now that we have included that in our package so let's say what this tuner supports and what this tuner does support so let's say all things are equal gen all mustangs all f-150 platform there's a power level where you have to say now i support di delete and a four and another and another platform, a four two hundred hub, two things you don't fuck with. By the way, six second S five fifty, six uh, six second Gen two, three or four or five seven second Gen threes. So then you start going, oh okay, so I'm just mad that I can't. I, I'm I'm just lashing out. Because Lund has more options for more customers than I do. And then you can hide under the fact that you think that you're doing it properly, but you're giving the customer less options. Whatever way it, makes, it works out in your head, cool. But the weird side sideways talk about hate, and again, 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 you keep saying that YOLO says stuff, YOLO will say stuff. Alejandro Flores is fine and dandy, but YOLO might say stuff if you keep saying that YOLO says stuff. Um, Cartman is my favorite NASCAR driver. Yeah. <laughs> the Vagisil car. I just fixed my shower. Tony Stewart didn't restock the plumbing aisle. That bastard. Chuck says, the de-injectors literally rely on the fuel passing through them to cool them. Correct. So you can't just leave them in there. And because I said that Alex Chud sells DI delete kits, Alex Chud went ahead and posted on a high-performance F-150 page that we... You know, hey, we got these. And that's where a bunch of people went in there and be like, oh, what the, why would you want to delete something that makes power? You know where it makes power? It allows slightly better atomization of the fuel based on the position of the injector with low octane fuels. 
It doesn't eat itself at 89 octane. It doesn't eat itself at 87 octane. Stock, stock timing, blah, 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 blah. But the moment you put, you have octane, the moment, and only Rear said this, the moment you have octane, aka E85, the DI is just like, eh. And then the moment you make big boy boost numbers, 20, 25, 30 and up, nobody runs DI that, that, that is credible. And even Ford via their race car program and GT500 program don't even offer DI in those cars. Why is that? Why? Explain to me, like I'm a child, why Ford in their high horsepower applications does not have DI in those cars. No, I, I get it. But the thing is, Hatch, these Mustangs in stock form, in stock form, you could probably run 87 octane through them. The knock sensors would not allow more timing. It'll probably stick at 19 degrees at wide open throttle at 7,000 RPMs. The DI blending helps with detonation and, and, and it just helps it live a little bit longer life on low octane. Well, who the fuck does that on a race program? Nobody. Nobody goes out there and says, let's go racing on 87 octane. Let's go racing on 89 octane. You put race gas in it and now the DI is like, eh. We, we made the DI work. There's a blending table. And we, with a high-pressure fuel pump and badass aftermarket stuff that was given to us to test, we saw that it didn't make a goddamn difference between 30% blending and 80% blending. You gave it 80% DI, power stayed the same. You gave it 30% DI and relied mostly on PI, power stayed identical. <laughs> so we're like, what's the benefit of DI again? Oh, low-octane stuff? on stock combinations with like stock calibrations okay cool so if you're that fucking sucker that that is gonna is gonna tout the di as being beneficial cool look right out that if that's the the, the mountain you want to die on or the hill you want to die on go ahead we'll just offer the customer more options than you that's all someone said gen 3 makes 460 crank on 97 octane says ford recommended it and, and 93 makes more they're wrong uh, same reason they all try to ditch the math. DI was just for emissions and power and low displacement. Plot twist, ML2 and murder F-150. <laughs> Craig Sanofsky says, is there an application where a low compression coyote illuminator is needed? No. <laughs> Do you have octane? High octane. Compression goes out the window. Now, the ring gap on low compression illuminators is, is better suited for booze. But at 9 to 5 compression, you need... You need like... An extra three to five pounds of boost to make what a 12 to one does. So maybe you could say it's better for boost because it's gapped properly and the compression allows for maybe more boost on pump gas, but the boost doesn't make the power. It's just, it's so stupid. High pressure fuel pumps aren't cheap either. Exactly. I know a guy that dogs his Gen 3 on 87. Ford GT supercar with a 5.4 did have, did it have DI or was it two sets of injectors? What? Yeah, it wasn't even a thing back then for Ford. The Ford GT supercar with the 5.4 had 16 injectors, I think. And I think they were all like, what were they, 24s? I forget. Chuck would know. Chuck Chuck has worked on a couple of them. Chuck did a clutch job on one of them. You got to like cut that car in half to do a clutch job on it. The other reason for not running DI on high horsepower applications is purely simplicity too. Even if DI didn't have problems, it's still something that could go wrong. Nope. Nope. 
You're doing it wrong. The way you should do it. The way you should do it. What if you use DI for math? Um, We thought about that, but it just wasn't worth, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Thank you. The shirt is uh, awesome. Turn on them, Mr. Hemeyer. Rest in peace. When's, uh, when's, um, uh, kill, kill dozer day. I forget. DI can also help with cough, cough emissions and fuel economy. Back when they were experimenting with early DI engines, they were touting the ability to run super lean without killing the engine. Now the bread man is going to be able, going to, going to relabel LNM engines. Um, yeah. And Chuck says, yeah, you basically have to chop the car in half a four GT to do a clutch job. And he has done two clutch jobs and he did one on a red, beautiful car that we tuned up at Lund. Has Lund dealt with 210 performance? Never heard of them. Chase says, got to watch the rest later. The answer is Armin Timzarian. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh, okay. We're almost there. Let's give away. Chuck, let's give away the CND AutoTech, the GageMount.com, clock spring kit. Basically, paddles, mounts go on your steering wheel. Two buttons for trans brake and bump. Uh, instructions on installation is at thegagemount.com. Thegagemount.com. Chuck Wazerowski. C and D Auto Tech. I'm going to put the uh, chat on the screen so that you guys don't say that I am uh, cheating. So let's do a giveaway. We're going to be doing a giveaway. So, Simpsons trivia, because this is there's only one answer. Mo from the bar. What does he call Marge Simpson? What does Mo call Marge Simpson? Go. There's only one answer, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang here for a little bit. Uh, I wish I had like um, Jeopardy music, but uh, what does Mo call Marge Simpson? Uh, it's a peasant chat, so I'll, whoever gets it. Now you got there. You go. Bam! Cobra Engineering. Great work, Cobra Engineering. You guys got it too. Monty540, Jay Bush, Hatch, Edgar, Cornfed says Margie. Uh, Meg says 2JZ, Minibike, Mo, Margie, Midge, Midge. Very good job. Midge, Cobra Engineering. By the way, congratulations. And they actually sent me a tensioner, but they actually won the um, giveaway for the uh, paddle or what do you call it? The clock spring kit, Chuck? The clock spring kit from CND Auto Tech. TheGageMount.com for instructions. Cobra Engineering, congratulations. Hit me up. YDBT for life at gmail.com. We'll give you this. Congratulations. Good job. That's why I wanted to not make like a name that was very obvious because people are copying the whole cast, copy pasting, and I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to take paragraphs as answers. It has to be one. So congratulations, Cobra Engineering, on winning the clock spring kit for, um, from CND Auto Tech. And again, go to TheGageMount.com. Let me go to TheGageMount. The... The gauge mount, come on. dot com, and I and I'm gonna look up to see if they have instructions. So let's let's do a little commercial for, so you guys are are kind of aware of what I'm talking about. Um, do, 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 where, 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 <laughs> Chuck, man, where, where where we at with this clock spring kit? <laughs> you said you said there was you said there was you said there was instructions, Chuck. <laughs> You're making me look bad. Well, here we go. Clock spring kit. There you go. Pass through. Okay. Here we go. For those using our clock spring kit to operate the 6R stage or trans brake bump box, please add our interface module to make the wiring much simpler. And clock spring installed. There we go. And clock spring install instructions. There we go. 
So now I've shown you how to do it. TheGageMod.com. That's what it looks like, guys. Basically a steering wheel. That, that, that's pretty good, Chuck. That's a good job. Tools required. There you go. And pretty much everything there. Look at that. Good for you, Chuck. Damn. Wow, good job, Chuck. Look at that. Good, good detailed instructions. Does it show his big fat fucking paws in there? He's got the biggest fucking hands. Oh, yeah. There you go. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> Clean that. <laughs> Clean that nail. Um, there you go. So he shows you every single little thing to do on the gagemount.com. The instructions. I showed you how to get there. Congratulations, Cobra Engineering. So the other uh, guy that won, he can look at the instructions there or have it installed for him. It looks looks a little intense, the installation, but like I, I'm terrible at this stuff like wiring. Once you start talking wiring, I had someone else install the uh, the nitrous kit just because it had wire. I'm like, I don't want anything to do with wiring. Just get it the fuck down. A Carga answers, but in 25, okay, Carga answer, but in season 25, episode eight, he called her honey once. A video on install coming soon. Good job. Um, did you send all the wonder labeled tensioners and guides back to him yet? No, I'm going to send everything to LM. LM is going to build my motor once the valves, heads, and everything comes back. And once they comes back, well, they, once they come back uh, after it's fixed, I'll just put everything on a pallet and I'm going to say, this is what I got. What do you guys recommend? They'll do an autopsy report on the bottom end, look at everything over. Hopefully the bearings are good. They can just put it back together to make sure the specs are good. And then they'll probably use the 10 millimeter stuff. They'll probably use some stuff where they'll recommend some stuff, but I don't want the build to be ridiculous. Like, you know, another 8,000 to build it. That's just crazy to me. Jermaine uh, hit live. Um, when can I get the old GT500 cams? I got to figure that out because I don't know what to do about the old GT500 cams. The old GT500 cams are sitting there. They're not gonna do nothing. Um, I'm gonna send the all the sprockets and everything back to LM to have them build a motor because I trust them. I, I definitely trust them. GT500 stuff. I don't trust anybody else right now. Like, I, on GT500 stuff, I I don't trust anybody else but LM. But I'm hoping to get them back within a month or two. The heads and once that comes back, pay that bill, send it off, and, and go from there. Someone says that was quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Congrats, congrats. Why do you beat the fill out of Gmail? Okay, I won't give in. Cobra Engineering the that situation so i'm blown away that people still people still fall for that kind of advertising when it comes to nelson racing engines taste speak says luntoon luntoon beat a 1080 truck last night and made some money supporting those who support me thank you taste speaks you beat a 1080 truck congratulations that's no small feat 1080 trucks roll the hell out um if you see something that's too good to be true it probably is like, there have been so many things where we all know it's bullshit, too good to be true, and if you believe it and then are disappointed when you buy it based on the advertising, and that's why I, I'm on here. I'm on here just kind of giving you a bit of a reality check when it comes to the parts out there. Every parts supplier has to sell a product even if they have to lie. And this is why I this is why I got out of the the parts game. The the parts game for power, like headers, cold airs. When I sell you guys a cold air or I sell you on a cold air PMAS, it's a signal. It's a signal. I look at it and the signal is so much cleaner. I've I've used the same math curve on PMAS since 2011. Same math curve. 120 millimeter, same math curve. It has never changed and it has never varied more than 3 or 4%. Hell, JLT has a Series 1, Series 2 on Gen 1. 123, 
127, 127 carbon, and a 148 on the GT500. On Gen uh, 2, they have a 110 millimeter and now 120 millimeter on Gen 3 that people reverse. And that is usually off 10 to 15% depending on when they were manufactured. So I, why would I ever recommend anybody a part that I, that I know varies 10 to 15% part number to part number? Like, like the same part number can vary 10 to 15% in terms of feeling. I wouldn't. I would say that part is not manufactured properly. I would say that part doesn't have consistency. I would say that part is not something I would recommend. So a guy goes out there and says, Nelson, Nelson Racing Engines can give you 1,000 horsepower in 91. Wow. How? Can I see the data log? Can I see the knock sensor activity? Can I see anything? No. We're just going to claim it, push it out there, and for $40,000, you should be able to you know, make 1,000 at the crank on 91. It's just 100% bullshit. So people just have to sell a product. And look, it got 3,500 comments, 2,500 shares, done. But now the scrutiny starts. Mm, okay, I heard Alex say something interesting, and he comes with a lot of knowledge. Is it true that this thing makes 1,000 flywheel horsepower? And by the way, I saw the Ford Performance sticker or tag on the driver's side cam cover. That only comes on illuminators. Is this an illuminator? Because if this is only an illuminator... Nelson Racing Engines, why don't I just buy it directly from Ford for $13,000? I buy a Whipple kit from anyone like DNA High Performance, and I'm saving fourteen dollars to $15,000. Like, why should I buy a Nelson Racing Engine Illuminator with a Whipple Gen 5, then buy it myself separately and save $13,000? L&M are the best. Uh, Alex, quick question. Does the younger customers of Lun 30 and younger are the ones that ask the most stupid questions? No, the older ones are. See, one nice thing about being a younger customer is you don't know anything and you haven't experienced much. So you don't really have a knowledge base as to what you've done or what you're doing. The ones that ask the most questions and then don't believe your answers are the older guys. I've heard the most crazy shit in the ticket system. Oh, when my Fox body did this, it was fine. It didn't do it on my LT1. My 69 Chevelle didn't have an issue. My SN didn't have that happen. My 3-valve didn't have that happen. The young guys go, I don't know. What should I expect from a JLT E85 tune? The old guy goes, the Fox body with a pulley kit and a, and a rocker upgrade would give me another 10 horsepower. Can I buy... Small, can I buy um, different pulleys on the Coyote and have the same outcome? And when I say no, they go, why not? They fight you instead of just believe you. So if you're hitting up a, a, a tuner or a me uh, that has had this combo in many different forms. I've owned a Gen 1, a Gen 2, and a Gen 3. Okay, I know all the, I have tuned them, I've calibrate them and now i'm buying one of the only combos that i did not have which is a gen 1 auto and i'm going to start the process from scratch with a gen 1 auto so that if you are that customer that wants an old school looking car gen 1 coyote but you want to start from scratch like i'm gonna start doing hopefully you can watch those videos and learn along with me the very simple things i'll start with the simple na stuff i'll start with you know maintenance stuff i'll start with the performance because it's not impressive at all on gen 1 and then we'll work our way down to low nines, eventually supercharged. But for now, it'll be 
NA, NA with a cold air, then headers, then a converter, then suspension, then E85, then a blower. When you are older, you're set in your ways, even if you're wrong. Nelson Racing Engines once went on a podcast and claimed he had customers that daily their 1500 horsepower retro mod cars. That's when I started uh, getting a scent of their bullshit. Today, we learned that stock Gen 3 valve covers are somehow billet. Exactly. Uh, they aren't coyotes. Co-workers of mine was one of the co-workers of mine, one of those jump a Coke can boomers. Took him out for a ride in my car and scared the fuck out of him. Boat McBoy McBoatface says, damn, I must have needed a cold air that adds 69 horsepower then. Hey, Alex, what's the best condom to use? Depends on your dick size. <laughs> the best one is none of them. Uh, that's the best one. <laughs> Who do you think is worse for selling BS? The auto or fitness industry? The fitness industry and the auto industry. That is a great, great uh, uh, correlation. I'll give you an example. Sam Sillick. Sam Silik is 22, 23 years old, or maybe 24, who knows, very young, college kid, um, a lot of charisma, speaks to you like a normal person, shows you, motivates you, all this stuff, he's on sauce, guys, like, are you fucking kidding me, are you, are you fucking kidding me, the dude is sauced the fuck up, sauced to his eyeballs, but, this is now the issue. If he says, hey guys, what's up, man? I'm sauced. Where is it? Okay, hold on. Okay. Where is it? Where is it? Mm hmm. Oh, here we go. And. There you go. Okay, hold on. Oh, I gotta hear myself. Okay. Okay, come on. Come on, get in there. Okay. Hey guys, Sam Sulik here. Uh, yeah, like, I, I fucking did, like, I, 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 I totally just fucking, like, like, curled, like, 80 pounds to failure. Like failure, like I fucking failed. And you know what? That's the way you do it. You go to fucking failure on every fucking set. Because like, why wouldn't you go to failure? There's a table of gains right in front of you. And you're walking away from this table table of gains. By the way, guys, I want to tell you something else too. After I did my, my curls, I took seven hits of D-ball and like 5,000 cc's of test. You would go, wait, what? You took five, what? Yeah, well, you think this muscle is natural? You think this is Uncle Ben's rice and ground beef? Stupid? No, it's fucking steroids and all the other shit. So he can't say that to you. He can't say, well, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all sauced up because what's going to happen if you're an 18-year-old kid? Sam Sulek said he's sauced up. I'm going to sauce up too. And then the 18-year-old kid gets sauced up is not Sam Sulek and fucking dies of a heart attack. And then now Sam Sulek is liable for telling people to sauce up. But it is implied that you're sauced up. You are... Uh, uh, um, what's the guy, the baby don't hurt me guy? I forget. Uh, he's Everyone's fucking on steroids. 
Like everyone, every single one of these bodybuilders, broccoli and chicken. Oh yeah, if it's infused with testosterone, sure. And HGH, sure, totally. So they can't go out there and advocate for drug use. They can't do that. They cannot do that. They have to stay quiet and say, I'm just, so they are a motivator. All they do is motivate you. So don't, don't listen to Sam Sulek and think he's not on steroids. Stop it. Of course he is. Stop it. He's charismatic. Yes. He's inspirational. Yes. He's also on steroids. So, so cut the shit out. The fitness industry. Fuck. There goes my wig. The fitness industry and the uh, automotive and racing industry is the same. They're both full of shit. Mike Hearn, Mike Hearn. Michael Hearn is one of those guys that claims to be fully natural. Meanwhile, he does behind the back, three plate shoulder presses. Behind the back, three plate. I don't give a fuck how long you've been working out. Your joints will explode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. From a guy that's been from a guy that's been um, working out since he was 16, on and off, nothing crazy. Natural bodybuilders don't look that good. I'm saying never have taken any drugs, never have taken anything. The natural physique is insanely difficult to 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 beat someone that's been doing gear for a year. You could do gear for a year and look fantastic. That's why that's why Joe Rogan looks semi muscular. He does testosterone, a TRT. So with Joe Rogan without TRT, it's a fat guy, a fat little guy. Stop it. Um, trembolone, trembolone sandwiches. Exactly. Sam never said he wasn't. No. Oh my God. Jesus fucking Christ. Did, did you not listen? Did, Parker Lamancy is one of those guys that doesn't know how to fucking listen. Did I say he never said he did? I ever said he said natural stupid. I said he can't advocate for drug use because he, then he'd be liable. But there are people out there that, that think that if you work out till failure, right? What happens? Go ahead. Go, go to the gym right now, dickhead. Go, go, go. Go squat till failure. Go. Look, 225. Put, put two plates on each side with a 45-pound bar. Squat till failure for three reps. Tell me how long it will take for you to work out legs again after you do that. Two weeks. Two weeks. No, no, no. Uh, three days. Bullshit. Grab 225. Squat till failure. Rack it. Rest. Squat till failure. Rack it. Rest. Squat till failure. You won't be able to do shit for two weeks. You need to work out with the listening skills of in the gym there, Parker. Uh, Lord Farquhar looking at. <laughs> Alice, my wife says you cuss too much. Uh, get in the fucking kitchen. There shouldn't be uh, internet in the kitchen. You should be making your boy sandwiches. And after you're done making him sandwiches, you rub his fucking feet and you shut the fuck up. Okay, honey? That's what you do. You want to stay married? You like, you like the bills he pays? You like the electric that's in the fucking house? Huh? You like your car? Shut the fuck up. I, I just did you a favor. Something you would never say to your wife. I had to tell her. <clears throat> right? You won't even be able to sit without crying. Young guys can only listen for 15-second intervals. Justin says, back in college, we straight up use steroids. They don't just make you stronger. You heal faster, and I do not advocate for that. But it is what it does. So when Sam Sula goes, 
Okay, guys, uh, I'm gonna put seven plates on a fucking thing, and I'm gonna do tricep to failure. Oh, man, fuck. Okay, I'm gonna do it again. You can't do that natural. You can't do that natural, okay? So, when a customer says, well, this guy made a thousand horsepower on pump gas, I'm gonna go, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. Um, uh, you would not be able to walk for like a week. Exactly. Alex, for president, <laughs> Jonathan Ortiz says, what's the best T85 that's not pump? Tired of testing and questioning. Do you think VPC85 is the best gen? There is, okay. Most aftermarket uh, fuels, ethanol blends are fine. You want to get ethanol 1R? That's what I recommend. I like it very much. You want to get C85? Eh, not a big fan, but it's not going to hurt you. But definitely don't get Ignite. Unless you're willing to, to, to change your oil in lingerie. Definitely do not get Ignite. I, <laughs> I can't say these words, Jay. I'm on YouTube. Sam's face is mainly younger crowd. Sam's fan base is mainly a younger crowd. He can't say he's on anything. But I'll bet these teens that training. I bet these teens. Uh, but all these teens believe that training failure look like him. Peggy Pisslap says, Alex regulates a dating marriage platform as well. True legend. Motherfucker's going to stay out of Alex's way. Damn it. What did I miss? Just don't buy Ignite. Alex, think of all the money you'll make only on Cavs on the Juice. And Chuck says, don't get VPXE85 either. There you go. So, exactly. Just like you looking at someone saying, I made a thousand on pump gas and attempt to do it and fail at it is the same as you looking at your favorite female or male influencer. Females are on steroids. You understand? Every female influencer that has rocking abs and she looks like she's peeled, like grab an orange and peel it. You see that texture that it has? That, that's unnatural for it to look like your skin. I don't look super shredded, okay? I'm 222 right now. I'm not super shredded. I work out every day for an hour. And depending on what's not hurting that day, okay, Oh, shoulders hurt this day because I did bench press. Okay, let me do some back stuff. Okay, then the next day you might do some quad, calf, and uh, hamstring stuff. And no hip thrusters because I'm not gay. I've never gotten on a hip thruster machine. If you get on a hip thruster machine, you're a homosexual. And that's okay to be a homosexual. There's nothing wrong with being a homosexual. But if you're on a hip thruster machine as a male, you are gay. You do squats, lunges, and, you know, extensions. And, and, you know, some hamstring stuff. That's it. So whatever doesn't hurt that day, I work out. That's it for an hour every day. I am not shredded. I don't eat a bunch of junk food, but I'm also 46 years old. So I don't have as much testosterone as I did when I was in my 20s. But if I did, I still wouldn't look peeled and shredded. They are literally on gear so they can sell you a powder. Think about that. Think about that. I'm 5'11", Mackie. Legit 5'11". Not like, you know, I'm legit 5'11". I, I got up to 240 at one point. I was just eating whatever and just, I, would, I can bench press the earth eating whatever. But now that I am keeping, uh, my maintenance calories are 1,500. My um, deficit is 12 to 1,300. Protein over 200. Carbs under 100. Got to have an app, a fitness app. This thing changed my life. This thing literally changed my life What telling me, um, you know, what, my, what my, my steps are, everything. I've been... This, this literally changed my life, okay? Uh, exactly. That catcher's mitt about to squeeze the bitch off. Peel the orange. Alex, the hero we need, but not the one we deserve. And 
not Alex is 5'11". <laughs> no, no, I'm 222, but I'm not super jacked, but I'm okay. Like, I'm not imposing. I don't, but I am taller than when you go to the gym. I'm like taller because most gym guys are tiny, but they're super muscular. It's very rare to see like a 6'8 guy that's super jacked at the gym. It's probably one of them. But there's like 1,000 5'8 guys, 2,000 5'9 guys, and like seven 5'11 and up guys. Uh, thank you, S197 Nico. Dave Bush says, my homeboy goes to the Arnold show every year and met some of these female influencers and said most of them are, have deep female voices. He told me all of them are on gear. Again, the issue is people who lie and say they are, aren't on it. Uh, you need to learn how to listen because I never said that Sam Sulek didn't say that. Okay? Those are the same people that said that. The D Alex said Dilly D.I. But then they leave out the part that I said on super high boost applications where D.I. becomes an issue. Like, they, they cut off what I say. You meet Alex in person? He's much bigger in person. Oh, Peggy Pisslaps, have I met you? I got that same watch. It's great. It is great. 1500 is low, bitch. It's right where I need to be. 1500 is right. Guys, go ahead and have a break. 1500 is low, huh? Okay. Let, 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 let's let's input my meal today. Let's input my breakfast. Uh, health. I'm going to input my breakfast. Enter my meal. So breakfast today was four pieces of bacon, four eggs, and coffee. How many calories do you think that is? So bacon. Bacon. Okay, but bacon. Four. One, two, three, four. No, I don't I don't scan the barcode because I'm not gay. Four pieces of bacon. Come on, four. Save. And then next, we're gonna go with eggs. Four eggs. Oh, what about your cholesterol? Shut the fuck up. Egg. Next. Uh, one, two, three, four. Four pieces of egg. Four, uh, and then food, coffee. Coffee, cream, and sugar. Coffee, cream, and sugar. That's it. That was my breakfast. Coffee, cream, and sugar. Coffee, cream, and sugar. Next. Done. How many calories do you think that is? How many calories do you think that is? Go ahead, guys. Thank you, Midget Toss. 454 calories 454 calories so if i have two pieces of chi two chicken breast a sweet potato and a diet coke and then i have a midday snack as a um protein shake which is 200 calories and 40 grams of protein and then for dinner i have salmon and a half a cup of rice i'm at 1500 and i have protein over 200 that's that's a lot of food. The problem is this. You guys go and have a let me see, a medium caramel macchiato calories. So a medium caramel macchiato is 250 calories. So let's look at a Dunkin Donuts, Dunkin Donuts. Donuts, blueberry muffin, muffin, calories, 460 calories. So if you have a caramel macchiato and a muffin, you've had 600 calories and I somehow had four pieces of bacon, four eggs and a large cup of coffee and I'm under 500 calories. Don't tell me 1500 is low. It's a lot of fucking food. You just have to know what to eat. And don't eat like a fucking glutton. That's all. 
Sweet potato is a superfood. Absolutely. I'm making five bacon and three eggs right now. Badass shit. Calories, calorie intake for a day. Try to be consistent six, seven days a week. Me, exactly. I have been, my, my maintenance calories are around 1,500. If I'm under that, I'm good. Meaning, if I have 1,500 calories or up, I maintain a 225-pound physique. That's too heavy for me. So I said, let me drop it down 300 calories and pay really close attention to my macros. So that means under 100 carb, over 200 protein. And would you look at that? Magically, I'm down 9 to 10 pounds. I'm leaner, but I'm not peeled and shredded like these guys are. So if I'm on gear, I can do whatever the fuck I want be lean, be peeled, be jacked, and look like a lean fucking god. So I'm not going to go out there and tell you that my stock bottom man Mustang went sevens on pump gas when in actuality it's on E85, it's studded, and it has forged internals. That's the same thing with the fitness influencers and the automotive aftermarket. They'll tell you it's a stock bottom man that ran sevens. There's no way for you to verify it. You're not going to go to him and say, let me take apart the bottom end to make sure it's probably, it, it, you know, it's, it's stock. When it's fully forged, Billy Badass, super high compression, E85 with meth, and you guys are out there going, well, well Alex runs seven stock bottom end. Why would he lie? The same reason Sam Sulek, Michael Hearn, and all these other people withhold the fact that they are on stock. Stupid amounts of gear. Um, not everything is an attack there, Alex. I wasn't saying anything, just stating that's where I feel the problem is. I, 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 don't, I don't care. You don't know how to listen. You don't know how to listen. <laughs> you probably watch Sam Sulek and mimic his workouts. Let me mimic Sam Sulek's workouts. Failure. Failure. Oh, fuck. I tore, I tore my tendon. I got bad at tennis elbow. My back hurts. Oh, well... So you followed a guy on Gears program and almost died. <laughs> Just like you followed a car guy's guide saying he's on pump gas and lying to you and your car blew up and you don't understand why. Teaching car guys about healthy eating is like trying to teach a fish to ride a bicycle. Currently 65280. Sheesh. Bulk went too hard. Mexico going to start the cutback 240. Junior is down to 269. Okay. He started at 280. He's down to two. I am so proud of that dude. So proud. I'm 5'8", 231. I did a dirty bulk when I was 19 to the gym for an hour and half a day. Drank protein and creatine from 170 to 238 in just over a year. But now, health health issues at 27, says John 97. My peasant self needs to invest in those clock spring kits. I'm tired of my tea break and bump wires rubbing my thighs, says Bandit 5 High protein and low carb. You can fit a lot of stuff in 1,500 calories. Absolutely. Failure, 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 and you die. So I was working out one time and I did, uh, okay, this is my squat. If I'm going to squat, that's, I don't, usually don't like starting with squat because you can squat heavy and it fucks up your other workouts. So this is what I do for a leg day, right? I either go to the extension machine and do three sets of 16 or four sets of 12, okay? Never to failure, just till it burns hardcore. Then I do the, 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 the backwards, uh, you know, the, the, the hamstring situation. Same thing. A weight that I can get about 16 reps in three sets or 12 reps in four sets. Then I go to the squat rack and I do 135, 185, 225, 275, and I get the fuck out of there. But one day I said, let me just do 225. By the third set of 225, uh, rep 10 or 10, 10 or 11, I felt a little thing in my back. 
My ledger fine. I could have probably be repped out two or three more. I racked it, put it away. And some guy walks by and goes, you had plenty left. That thing went up really fast. I go, yeah, but I don't want to hurt myself. And he goes, no pain, no gain. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck. So you want my back to break? Because I, the, the last rep went up quickly? No. You got to listen to your body. And that's one thing I learned really quickly about <clears throat> your body. You got to listen to it. If it hurts, stop. It's not right. You don't work through the pain. Soreness and pain are two different feelings. So if you're pumping out some reps and you're feeling a burn, oh, hey, that's fine. But if you feel like a think, oh, don't, don't go three more reps like a dumbass. Ask, uh, ask um, um, what's his name? Um, the Yeah Buddy guy, Ron Coleman. Ron Coleman can't even walk at 50 years old. All right? But somehow Jay Cutler can. Blows my mind. You don't go to failing every set. That's just stupid. Exactly. Junior is short. Junior's not short. Junior's like 6'5". You're tall. You're like 7 feet tall. Um, James NJ says 5'10", 140. I have irritable bowel syndrome. Good for you. I know seniors are hoss. The fitness function of the smart watches is cool. I'm just not a fan of them being able to see the diagnostic info to tell the customers. Correct. I understand what you're saying. I did everything wrong except the workouts themselves. I did the lift to failure for five sets like Sam and broke my back. I don't know what happened, bro. Alex needs to buy a Richard Simmons wig next. I'll say it again for the people in the back. If your tuner doesn't take care of himself, he doesn't give a fuck about your car. I mean, you, you, you'd be surprised. There is a mindset about regulating yourself and being the best version that you can be. If your tuner does drugs... If your tuner has ever done drugs, his care level about himself is low. What do you think that thought process is like when it carries over to performance? You have to have a health conscious mindset in everything. And I carry my health conscious mindset over to vehicles also. I want your car to last as long as possible. I want your car to be just, I want you to be, to last forever. I want your body to last forever. I am 46 years old and I'm embarrassed when I can outlift 20 and 30 year olds at the gym. I can outlast them. I look better than half of them. And I'm like, this is, this is a, a, a lifestyle choice. I have never smoked. I have never had a drink in my fucking life. I've never done any drugs ever. I'm as straight-laced as they can be. And at 50, I think I'm going to do pretty good. So I'm going to bring that thought process over to your car. I want your car to live at 80, 90, 100,000 miles boosted. I'm not one of these guys that goes, yeah, bro, um, go ahead and uh, put 40 pounds of boost to it. It's all good. It's that's racing. No. Hey, man, I don't want your car to blow up. I know it's an expensive fix, and about the last thing you need is a $20,000 bill. Let's be smart about this. Let's be cognizant of the fact that the knock sensors are not happy. Let's listen to the engine. It's complaining. Let's back it down a little bit because I want your car to live a long life. And if your engine blows, I don't want it oil getting under the tires and you potentially getting hurt, hitting a wall, then telling people to go, go ahead and start a GoFundMe to fix your car. I'm not that guy. I want your shit to live a long time. And that's how I live my life in terms of body. And that's how I want to live you to live your life uh, when it comes to your body and the performance of your vehicle. Long lasting, reliable performance in your body and your vehicle 
is the thought process I bring to this game. All right, guys, I'm out of here. See you guys uh, next week on Tuesday. Congratulations. Hit me up on uh, Cobra Engineering. Hit me up. I'll send you the kit. And yes, if you don't take care of yourself as a tuner, I cannot imagine that guy's thought process is about health of any sort, body or vehicle. You got to look at who's tuning you. And if they're a fucking slob drug user, I'd probably look elsewhere for tuning. Have a good rest of your Sunday. Happy President's Day tomorrow, but not this president. Fuck this president. Poppy Trump, please come back and save us from this fucking shit show. We'll see what happens. Have a good President's Day. We're not working tomorrow, so don't be looking to send us data logs tomorrow and get replies. But if you send them in, you'll be first in line for Tuesday when we get back in-house. All right, guys, have a good rest of your weekend. I'll see you guys on Tuesday for the PMAS giveaway. See you guys later.